dining room, there was this young naval officer, and he was sitting near our table with two other officers. The waiter brought him a message, which point he left. I first saw him that morning in the lobby. He was, he was checking into the hotel, and he was following the bellboy with his luggage to the elevator. He glanced at me as he walked past, just a glance, nothing more. Ladies, gentlemen, and motherfucking racist pieces in between your decision, motherfucking guy. Fucking soap apple again with another episode of the soap apple incognito podcast. What do we call that, ladies and gentlemen? The fucking spick podcast. And I'm back at it again with yet another week of fuckery, uh, entertainment, uh, current events, and of course, um, things of that nature in which I ran into. And if y'all weren't already plagued by the ears, because uh, it definitely tugged at the heartstrings of uh, social media, I wanted to be able to comment on it because I'm, I'm a little, I'm a little, I don't know what to feel actually. And I'm gonna go in uh, about Trump, of course, right? And uh, the border shelter thing that they were doing when they're ripping the kids apart and uh, you know taking them away from the parents and detaining them and yada 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 and what really fucked them up and this just goes to show i mean what happens when you do shit brassly without a good you know pr image and mind you anything that comes from the government shouldn't have a spin on it already but definitely if you're gonna be doing shit like this you have to you know you got to cover your bases and one of the things that really fuck people up is there's a picture of this little girl named Alison. And, uh, yes, it sounds like Allison because that's exactly what they're fucking trying to say. Anyways, um, and, you know, she's crying and she's uh, whatever sort of border patrol agent. And it got people to wonder, like, oh, this is fucked up. Them tearing away their kids from parents. Like, yeah, like, like they weren't fucking basic humans 
for the fact that they come from a goddamn third world country that happens to sound Mexican, even though just because they go to the Mexican border don't technically make them ex- Mexican. And quick little Latino um, lesson, motherfuckers from Honduras and Guatemala, they're their own country. They might speak what sounds like Espanol, but that shit's a whole nother asshole. Uh, and if and I'll quit make a quick reference because I always love making references to the 1995 movie Clueless. Uh, uh, Alicia Silverstone's character was asking her maid to talk to the gardener because you know they're fucking Latino, and this bitch tells her the white bitch says I don't speak Mexican, and this bitch is like ah, I'm not a Mexican, and she runs off. And Paul Rudd's character before he blew up into comedy gold was saying that she's from Honduras and other guys. Blah, blah, blah. It's a whole different country, and of course this bitch doesn't know because she just hears. You know, Arriba, Arriba. You know, anyways, and quick shout out to Alicia Silverstone. She did a lip sync battle where she does, I think, Charlie, whatever the fuck's her name is, fancy, and she wears her clueless outfit. Fucking adorbs. Uh, but, anyways, back to this fuckery. Um, they then start looking into the borders and they see these motherfuckers are sleeping on mats and, you know, they just start thinking, oh my God, this is humane. And most definitely, they goddamn near had them in the motherfucking kennel. They certainly had them in cages. But I don't know if y'all remember when I was telling y'all uh, that I was working for uh, like a refugee place. And I didn't want to say the name, but if y'all look into the news, then y'all gonna see the name of one of the major uh, places that not only are in Florida, which think about all the fucking literal wetbacks. You have fucking flown on goddamn river tubes. Uh, you have Texas, which, I mean, fucking do the goddamn uh, war zones in Mexico. And, of course, Arizona. Shout out to your boy who's out here in this red state who, again, near the Mexican border of Nogales and whatnot. So we get a lot of them. We get a lot of jumping beans, as it will. And uh, the company that I work for, though, like, legit, legit, no biasy, but also I don't want to fucking call out their name because, shit, I'm not a representative of them. I was only there for a few weeks until I got my government gig. But they legit took care of these kids um, from giving them literal beds, whether it be a bunk bed, not no motherfucking cot, fresh shoes, clothes. You know, they at least had, you know, two pairs throughout the day, you know what I'm saying? So, like, they had enough to cover them as well as having a bitch that's going to wash their fucking dirty drawers to make sure that, you know, they got what they need. Or, you know, so it's like... They, they give a lot, and I, and I wasn't understanding how the fuck there was so much funding because they passed laws, I think, what started in 83, they didn't really come through through 99 and not even make official until 2013, which is fucked, you know, the ratio that it takes. But they have funding from, like, billionaire agencies, which make you wonder, is this just, like, a philanthropist kind of, you know, uh, righteousness slash tax cut benefit that allows them to collect so much money? Because I didn't realize, and again, this this only came to news after, you know, Trump's poor attempt at this fucking um, border shelter shit thingamabobber, which, it's funny how we saw the writings in the wall long before, you know, the shit actually came into the news, especially with, you know, them making facilities and, uh, you know, detainee stations and, like, all this talk about fucking, you know, building up the wall. Like, you got to think that this had to have been well before Trump had taken the office. This talks of doing such shit. And then, of course, it took him having to back his words of, you know, being as literal for, for as metaphorical as he was. Uh, and you know execution uh, but anyways this company 
uh, or the one that I work for, like again, they 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 had everything that they needed for the kids, like from making them fresh fruit to you know even get getting them little sweets to fatten them up because you know they're malnourished and whatnot. Like these kids are taken care of, you know what I'm saying? So much so that they're living a whole lot better than the main population in America as far as the, the lower impoverished, uh, low income based families, and it was a trip. And it definitely, it's something way beyond what they could have ever expected living in some little fucking tiki hut village. You know what I'm saying? Sharing a goddamn uh, pinto bean with their, you know, siblings. Like, it, it's gnarly. And it's fucks. I, I, if you remember a few episodes back, I was mentioning how a lot of these kids, like, they wouldn't eat for a little while because they just felt so guilty that they pretty much were given the world, which, mind you, just basic essentials because they're not used to it, and their families, you know, in wherever the fuck Townville, starving. So it's definitely heartbreaking, definitely fucking just uh, just so many reasons to to want to be mad, but not to be mad at the companies who have been doing this, which is why I think it's so funny that the presidential administration or whoever the powers that be that, you know, turned the green light for this shit were able to be so far-sighted and basic accommodations, especially knowing the kind of day and age that we are in like how the fuck would you did you not expect for people to see inside these facilities how did you not expect for news to hit and mind you for every white person that you might have excited about knowing that you're putting these goddamn beaters in a fucking cage as much as you would excite them think about your audience and about how there's much much less fuckers than there are fuckies or I don't know, I mean, I don't want to get into the conversation of fucking sheeps and wolf clothing and whatnot, but, like, you got to admit that, you, you got to hope, at least, or and also wonder if there's more people with a heart than those without it. And, again, anytime you deprive someone of basic human necessities or just, just shits to keep us alive and ticking, like, you figure people are going to, there's going to be an uproar in that. It doesn't fucking matter how many uh Latinos uh, you have here who are afraid to, you know, make a statement, who who don't want to be in the census bill, who, you know, who don't want to let their presence be known because they want to fly under the radar. Besides them, don't forget your fucking, you know, your internet activists, you know what I'm saying, your, your, your uh, fucking cyber sit-downs or whatever the fuck. People are going to make noise and it's not going to look good for you. So that just piss me off because as much as i kind of don't care because i'm like i'm here you know what i'm saying sucks to be y'all but you know we do need to have a human uh connection in, or at least not use that not to lose the human essential functions and connections that keep us the when i say race i don't even mean uh black white you know asian hispanic no i'm talking about the human fucking race because no matter whether you think we're, there's people that are blended with reptilian shit or some of the UFO-like st- uh, angel that, you know, came, dropped some loads, and fucking dipped the fuck out, regardless of the possibility of that, we as a human uh, species, you know what I'm saying, we got to sit together. We got to take care of our fucking neighbors. Like, it doesn't, it doesn't seem any more uh, obvious than times like this. And why they would have to separate these two, I don't fucking know. Just get rid of all of them. If, if that's what you're going to do, then get rid of them. Don't fucking keep them in a goddamn cage for what? So we can use resources? Like, that shit just don't make no sense. You might, If you're going to do shit like that, then just send them back. If that's how you're going to do it, just 
send them back. If there's a, a worry of, oh, well, this person doesn't belong to this one, well, then, okay, well, then, then we can proceed amicably. But, I mean, if you fucking see a little kid saying papi or mommy or some bullshit crying when you're fucking separating them, then you should know, you know what, maybe we should just separate them. This sounds like it might be an obvious one-two connection. But how that can be overseen, it doesn't fucking make any sense. And, of course, because, mind you, when the Arizona Verse does a show with, with me, he's he's going to be the same one. I'm going to be the fucking the hypocrite, right-wing, fucking nut, Bible-thumping bastard. But that ain't the case when it's just me solo. I'm just going to give it to you, speak it how it is, walk it like I talk it, or vice versa, or just talk it like I talk it. I, I don't fucking know. I don't like me, Ghost. And I don't like that. What's his name? It's fucking Cardi B. But anyways... Um, <laughs> what could I ask you to say? I mean, shit, white power. Yo, actually, before I go into the, the white power movement, which is bigger than ever, I did want to mention, and then again, well, I don't know whether y'all was paying attention or not, but because of all the scrutiny, Trump then did officially, and I'm doing air quotes, but I don't know why, if you can't fucking see me right now, but he did eventually put a cut uh, to this detainee separation bullshit because obviously it was a big fuck up obviously they didn't do it properly they should have seen the businesses that were doing this privately i don't know if they just assumed this shit didn't happen but they should know their fucking laws and statutes this is why it makes me wonder what kind of fucking legal counsel does these niggas have that they don't fucking know what else is available and what else is out there so they can at least like any good ass american copy and fucking make their own uh you know like millennia um, millennia whatever fuck trump's wife bitch does that can't be Michelle Obama's uh, speeches, which I mean, I written for it too, so I'm not giving too much credit, but still, um, it, he withdrew. You know, he pulled out like a motherfucker that did not want to take any responsibilities, which who could blame him? Now, the one thing that fucked me up because it went from, uh, you know, having to have like a pediatrician take a look at all the fuck shit that was going on to realize, yeah, this shit ain't up to snuff, like all these other organizations and comparisons and whatnot. And then, of course, they get dragged to the mud because they feel like they're all the same. But again, if you can look up um, a documentary, and I'm pretty sure you can find it for free online. They, YouTube tries to charge you, but fuck them. There's a uh, video called Which Way Home? And you can kind of get a better grasp as to the, not only the journey that these motherfuckers had to make, the dangers that they come across, and again, some of the organizations that are there to help. So God bless them. Uh, but again, back to, you know, the, the favorite, uh, favored, supposed uh, Aryan race. Um, there is actually what is called a white because, um, you know, white is the new black, there's a legit motherfucking white civil rights rally that is happening in Washington, and that shit fucking threw me for a goddamn loop because I didn't realize that they were such an endangered species. Well, and again, I'll let you do your Googles because this is just within a fucking year of having these tiki torch white people, you know, storm up and down Charlotte and, you know, Goddamn near claim white power, right? Well, there's been studies, and again, am I Anglo-Saxon brethren? Uh, hold still, because they're actually saying that uh, the white population has since decreased by like a fucking smidge. But and it's funny because and I don't, I'll probably maybe include some of these articles into the description, so y'all keep posting and look out for that. But they legit portion or the way that they uh, separate whites from non-hispanic whites because there's a difference i guess and there's that much uh spick fucking that uh blood 
breeds are crossing, and this is why they have those utopia uh, underground bungalows in Utah, you know, trying to preserve the white race, which, I mean, who could blame the wanting to preserve blonde hair and blue eyes? Yet, I will fucking say, you look at a goddamn bitch in Spain, and you will find yourself a proud Aryan-looking bitch that doesn't speak a lick of English. So, you know, let that fucking fact of mind blow your asshole. But again, the white population shrinks and again for the first time in ages and this happened uh in the caucus or census of uh 2015 uh 2016 which i don't know why the fuck it takes us long to bring up these facts uh but again it's crept up what 38 percent from a median age of uh, uh for whites and again i guess white people are dying quicker and uh, not producing until later, which again just makes it to where you might not even be able to produce at all. And white people are adopting little black babies from Africa, or you know, uh, little jumping, dancing beans, since I'm sure they cost a dime a dozen. And yeah, this is this this is scary, people. And if you don't fucking know, well now you know. And it's just a trip that again. This and mind you, it's not just shit that I see on fucking Fox News, you know, CNN, LA Times. You know, they're, they're reporting on this stuff. So again, it's enough to cause some sort of a stir. And again, I'm pretty sure bringing the fear uh, of to the white peoples, uh, letting you know that y'all ain't not. Ain't see, and I hate to sound so hateful, and it's funny because I get in trouble for loving white too much. But this is my outlet to kind of. You know, kind of throw a caveat, a little monkey wrench uh, into the assembly line. But uh, it just makes me trip. Because, mind you, I think everyone, and this is why they're able to go into Washington and do the things that they do, everyone has a right to protest. You know what I'm saying? Black Lives Matter had the opportunity. And then whether or not by some fucking trolls that wanted to stir some shit up or by literal ignorance just fucking, you know, making a fuckery out of a, what's supposed to be a positive situation. I mean, you look at Islam and now you got fucking retarded-ass Muslims who give Islam a bad name. And then you have people who are fucking there praying five times a goddamn day trying to hope that we're not goddamned. So ain't it a bitch? Ain't it, though? <sighs> Yeah, that that's enough. Y'all y'all do your googles and and look into that because I do not understand. Well, I'm, I'm sorry. Well, let me finish the point then. I guess again, we all have a right to free speech, and of course, white people like anyone else should be able to show their pride. Um, but the one thing I will say, regardless of what side of the fence you stay on, not wanting there to be any kind of racial divide, when you see white pride. That comes off a bit racist. But then again, some of my white brethren will fucking say that black pride is the same thing. But one thing that I, I, I believe that most whites don't presume or that don't fully comprehend, because again, they are on the side of the fence that they're on, regardless of not being the most successful or not having the most fucking money, regardless, you line yourself up with someone that ain't so fair-skinned, guess who's getting favoritism? Guess who might get a lighter sentence? Mind you, you can still get fucked for your dumb fuckery. But when you cross-compare, like you're trying to fucking compare graphics between an Xbox and a PlayStation, it's fucking clear-cut, you know, where the line divides. Again, you don't see that because you can only see your own shortcomings and fucks, ups and there within. But, um, yeah. <laughs> everyone deserves a right to um you know to protest everyone deserves a right uh to due process and fair speech and that's kind of why i fuck with the court system just a little bit 
But the thing is, we're not educated enough. We don't know enough to know what we're allowed to do. So, of course, that creates some sort of animosity and it will make a motherfucker get a little bit tense and be a little bit aggressive and, you know, maybe do some things that we might shouldn't be doing. Yo, I am very excited to report this next little bit of news and I guess to expand a little bit outside of the U.S. because that's just a thunderfuck and... Uh, and an eyesore to have to look at. Uh, but one thing that's really great, and, a go- uh, and you might have already heard this, but uh, what the fuck can you do but stop me? Uh, recreational marijuana will now soon be legal in Canada after the Senate passes a historic bill uh, for a vote of 5-2-29. Because of me working for government, I know that's a statute. Anyways, that Canada uh, is only the second country in the world And I guess the first is the G7 nation, or I don't know if this is a G7 nation, but it's it's implementing legislation to permit a nationwide marijuana market. And the neighboring U.S., uh, nine states and districts of Columbia now allow for recreational marijuana use, and only 30 allow medical use. Again, right now, Arizona being one of the types that allow it medically, but I'm pretty fucking sure if... If we can see the stats boost, like in states like Colorado with both its taxes and both its educational shits, and once we're able to see, which mind you, we should be, I wish we were fucking more liberal in the sense where we can, you know, kind of try to predict the future as far as taking risks, but once we're able to see that, hey, this shit is going to help in so many fucking ways, then, you know, it's going to, we're going to finally allow it because, again, we love money. And I didn't know that uh, Uruguay was the first country to legalize marijuana production, sale, and consumption. This was back December of 2013. Now, from what I was seeing as well, uh, fucking old Canada already has, and it's so crazy when you see the motherfuckers who work like in government out there. Like they look like they're a fucking cartoon. Like they look like it's like a what's the word? A fucking not Pictionary, but you know those like. Uh, like overly cartoonish uh, fucking things. And that's what these niggas look like. Anyways, uh, I saw that they already have ready to open up 150 different stores. And I'm just wondering, when is it going to be like Super Care QT? Go in there, give me a motherfucking pack of some sour diesel and, you know, and 20 on gas. You know, however the fuck that, you know, that, that you seem to do shit. Like, ah. it's it, it's a big monumental move, uh, leap. Um, you know, and shit, what else can you do but be excited? Hopefully, I mean, there's so many things, and then I know it gets a bad rap about, um, its effects and how, you know, it could be somewhat addicting, habit forming, I mean, shit, anything we do is a fucking habit. I take a shit religiously because I know, my body knows, I gotta get rid of this. And then, you know, I happen to run like like a true Aryan fucking German train promptly on time and sometimes making also extra sudden stops because you might need to throw out a Jew or two. Regardless, um, again, it can only mean more for their tourisms as I'm fucking sure uh, cannabis cups and shit like that have done for Colorado and wherever the fuck else it's recreational, legal at. And I don't know, man. Like, you'd figure, like, one of the things that I've always thought about, you know, when, when in management is that you keep your workers happy, keep them fed, keep them hydrated, keep them motivated. They're going to hopefully give you the best possible work they can give you because 
there's nothing to limit them, to scorn them, to jade them. It's just, it's all goodness. And I figure, especially in this Trump uh, state that we're in, you figure that they would have legalized marijuana so they can let everyone fucking follow suit and go in line. Now, mind you, the one caveat I will fucking say about weed, depending on the strain that you're doing, especially, and most motherfuckers don't know the difference between indica and sativa, but once you figure those two main simple differences, then you're able to hopefully calculate your way for, throughout the day. You know what I'm saying? It might not be the best idea to be smoking fucking indica in the fucking morning because you might get the fuckets, you might get sleepy, you might just not do a goddamn thing. Now, mind you, that is where our, you know, seven deadly sins going to come into place and become gluttonous, become sloth-like. And who, who, don't, who wants a limp dick? Not one bitch, I'll tell you that. So for you to be able to be productive, do your job, do your grizzle, get your side hustles on, like, it could only prove fruitful right so i'm wondering when they i don't know it, it might just might just be a money thing that they're trying to grasp after but besides even that because that's going to be after that's the biggest illegal uh drug uh use which it ain't gonna fucking stop one of the biggest things that that tripped me out or that kind of got me hopeful is the sheer fact that it also is being used um for opioid alternatives now, that's a big fucking deal. I was going to get that into uh, once I start, you know, kind of going into health stuff. Um, but they are, in fact, I'm trying to figure out exactly where uh, they're doing this in. But some states, again, they're trying to weigh weed as just a, an opioid alternative. And if we all fucking know America's in an opioid fucking crisis because we as a people, are fucking sheep. We're part of a system that, again, is being milked by health insurances and whatnot, and they fucking pay doctors and whatever fucking PR marketing fucks to push this product because not only will it hopefully help your problem, it's also going to cause all these other ones that make a need and demand for all these other fucking pills that, again, just keep you in a rotation, keep you in a fucking asylum of sorts a refrigeration system that just keeps on you know redoing itself and whether you want to see that as a robin peter to pay paul in the microbolic fucking state then that's exactly what it is and i know that only goodness can come from this of course you might have your stragglers that just say fuck it and you know go on to do nothing but you know what they're probably of brittle and weak spirit to begin with so it's just gonna cut off the dummies like that's the only way that i can see it if you're that weak well then that's just what you are and you weren't meant to strive but if you are different if you are able to hang well then motherfucker you're gonna do some things and and that's a that's a that's a beauty in itself and um i, I wasn't gonna go into it just since we're in the topic of weed i did want to mention there is this uh beware uh advisory I think it's in Virginia. I'm going to need to double check this. But it's a giant hogweed. And again, I'm only talking about this because we're in the conversation of weed. Kind of irrelevant, but still somewhat uh, similar. Uh, anyways, this is wild plant that looks like a motherfucking daisy. Like legit, legit. Y'all could do your Googles and just type in giant hogweed in Virginia. And this motherfucker, again, looks like a goddamn daisy. Looks like the motherfucking flower, if y'all can recall back to the second Ninja Turtles movie, uh, something of the ooze. <laughs> the, the ooze had gone on went to one of these uh, dandelions or daisies, and it fucking mutated all humongously big and thick like a goddamn weed is what it is. Um, well, essentially, this thing can not only make you blind, but it fucking burns you. 
how the hell that's possible for me just a simple fucking flower i mean look at marijuana and look at the beautiful fucking chemical reactions we have when we melt the bitch when we mix the bitch with butter and into food or just straight up roll it in the goddamn paper and light the bitch it's like there's so many things uh that can be possible with it again and i'm kind of getting lost in the weeding because you know i'm such an advocate but this fucking hog business though that shit scares me that makes me not want to fuck with the wilderness because what if i need to wipe my ass now like i worry about poison ivy fucking giving me whatever the hell it does but then this shit blinding you god lord i want to be able to enjoy all the tidbits and you know things that are another that i get to enjoy uh while i have them so again that's just uh, a scary fucking sight but i wanted to throw it out there just I guess from ADHD that I'm getting right now or fucking uh, loss of concentration, maybe due to marijuana. But if anything, again, it's only going to help. Um, it's just, it's going to mean big business. That's, that's, that's all I can say about that. If there was ever more of a motherfucking reason to go um, to Canada, whether to do a drive-by on Drake in the name of Pusha T or to visit the fucking Degrassi school or I don't know, to hopefully meet Seth Rogen, rub elbows with the right fucking Jew that can get you to Hollywood, whatever it is, there's just all the more reasons now. And I think it's progress. Uh, and I'm, I'm just curious because, of course, being a stoner, being a skeptic, being a, a conspiracy theorist, it also makes me wonder, like, at what point are they going to try to make us even more sheep-like? Because you figure all that was good or all that was bad is now good, whether it's a hot lesbian couple or it's fucking, I don't know, domestic violence. Shit gets flipped around depending on the generation that you're in. And we'll get more about domestic violence and other fuck shit of that nature in just a few moments. But it, it is a trip how, again, we try to flip it from the word bad, for example. Like, don't be bad. Or like, oh, man, that bitch is bad. Like, it's weird how we flip these things, which lets me know we're, we're definitely at, you know, like the little... Um, uh, shit it's it's, it's, it's it's a timer is it the hour shaped glass you know you flip that bitch over and then it all starts falling through again on the other end so it makes me wonder like is that what's happening are, are we gonna hit that eventual end where we gotta fucking flip back over maybe restart maybe not and somehow live in a society that just seems so altered and parallel universe like that you know you might just fucking your head might explode but in that same essence though I'm wondering if they're ever gonna use that against us lord forbid but again skeptic and i'm wondering like at what point are we gonna say oh yeah it's legal everybody and prices in and they realize they just happen to control the strains they happen to figure out the right fucking not algorithm but the right fucking formulaic um thing against strain that's gonna allow just for more ease of acceptance like that's kind of a scary thought and would make one want to stop there but again there's just too many things that can be cured and that can uh, open that it's worth giving it a fucking shot and again government if y'all listening which i know you is think about what you can use to your advantage at this point you know it's, it's kind of like how you know like when you get dirt on somebody you know uh, yeah i'm gonna let you do what you got to do for as long as i want you to do it and then as soon as the tables turn guess what fucking rug is gonna be swept from under them you know what I'm saying? Con cuidado. Yep. But speaking of trying to be careful, what is more careful than putting on a condom when you're about to get it in, other than not getting it in at all because there ain't no safer sex and no sex a deal? 
Uh, but what's trippy is that now, flaming condoms, and no, this isn't a, a, a queer pun, uh, but they're now uh, new, the newest threat to southern Israel. So I'm not too sure if that's what the gay part is, but regardless, what's, I mean, that's a border part because technically it's all fucking border all around and it's the fucked position that jerusalem is in uh but it trips me out that condoms again they moved out from the fucking bedroom into the literal air of the gaza strip where they became again the newest weapon against israel and sometimes tied together for added buoyancy the inflated prophylactics are attached to gas soaked rags think of a fucking mazel tov cocktail emphasis on the cack and other burning items or explosive devices. And then they're flown over the border like balloons into southern Israel, where they then set fire to farmlands and natural reserves. You son of a bitch, Muslims. What, what trips me out is that despite it being kind of a, a conservative nature in that Gazan society, especially under the rule of the Islamist Hamas movement, condoms are now widely available to local pharmacies. And then they've been joined with an array of airborne uh, in in dysentery devices again dispatched across the border to again cost millions of motherfucking shekels and uh, and damages and it's estimated that over six thousand acres have been destroyed in hundreds of blazes again caused by these flaming kites aka helium balloons aka condoms that are flammable and it's also fucking slap the face that it's you know such a, a nasty tool. That it's just, it's killing so many fucking birds. It's goddamn hilarious. And it, it's fucked up that, you know, them making the advancement to then, you know, raping a bitch in the street, getting her pregnant, having this burden, having more blood in your hands from, of course, having to, you know, you know backspace delete. The fact that it's being used for this is fucking hilarious. And what better, like, foreshadowing of saying, we're going to fuck you by sending flammable condoms. Now, how fucked is the third world countries? I mean, really, like, it's... <laughs> we, we know no bounds. And one of the, the other things that really fucked me up, um, again, just being third... You know, you can say hashtag third world problems, but but literally, literally, like... And I, and I, and I mentioned this, and I made jokes to it, unfortunately, but, you know, they will fucking rape you in the streets. This is why it breaks my heart to any of my sisters out there that, you know, decide to, you know, go to the Middle East, whether to follow your love or just to see what the wind takes you, to see what the universe has for you. I mean, definitely, God bless in those regards. And I'm hating a little bit just because I don't want to lose anything that's mine. But the fuck thing, um, the most dangerous thing is a marriage out there. Because whether it be by tradition, whether it be by what they believe the Quran is stating, and mind you, the Quran, as holy as it is, just like the motherfucking Bible, it's still man-made. It still had its influences, its influencers, and whatever sort of higher clergy elites that will only allow for so much information to go out there because again it's still a matter of control and if you control the holy word then what the fuck can be in your way because even those that aren't of that well then control that shit because that should be simple too but you control fucking faith nigga you control the whole goddamn world and anyways um, i'm kind of getting ahead of myself but the there was an 11 year old girl who is trying to divorce um her 38 year old husband and uh, whatchamacallit, what had happened, there was a, again, in that culture, 
um, motherfuckers are definitely very impoverished. So when you have a girl, that's kind of like your golden ticket. That's definitely your golden cow. And whether or not someone decides to pay to that, let that let that nigga sin be on his head. But they sell them, you know. That's the reason why. I mean, I'm not the reason why, but you know, China being so fucking populated as it is, they only allow for so many girls, so many opportunities to have to create more babies and use more resources and whatnot, whatever you know, people to it's their own to control their population, but. They'll sell these little girls for whatever bride's price they deem is fair. And again, it's like, for example, this this great example, this bitch is 11 years old. Motherfucker's 38. Asking for his hand in marriage. Of course, the dad who, you know, needs a bit of money is going to do it. Like, there's a 12% of, of, of marriages out there. They're under the age of, like, 15. So, mind you, back in the day, by the time you're 15, you're considered a spinster in some fucking, you know, rag. <laughs> it's just fucking asinine how crazy that could be because I guess when once you're nine or ten you're considered a mature age because you probably have had your fucking period like the how fucked is that that we consider that and like they literally pulled this little girl from school out from getting an education from fucking playing with dolls to then you know being a wife to then of course being a fuck doll because you're the wife you do what the husband says. And whether or not I could be misogynistic in my own motherfucking rights to think that you can use this little kid as that is a fuck thing. And this little girl uh, was in a situation to where she was a second wife. So whenever the husband was done fucking the older one, he'd fuck this one or have her hold her down and all this shit. And it's crazy because there's another story of a girl who I think she was 15 at the time. And again, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make sure I put these story, these links in the fucking in the description box because it's it's worth a read, whether or not it's gonna fucking piss you off as you read them. Uh, but this girl who was 15 again marry was was set to marry her older cousin who looks like nigga from uh, Odd Future. <laughs> it's weird, but an old man version of him. Anyways, he was like 35. And, um, okay, arrange marriages, you don't really love them, if you're lucky, maybe you might fall into that, some people say, you know, if you get married right away, you'll have your whole life to get to know each other, but regardless, you're being forced, and again, in that essence, or foreshadowing of being forced, to be forced to fuck. You know, you can't really say no to your husband in that regard out there, I mean, I, be I believe it in my heart here too, if, you know, we're married, that person's mine. Anyways, um, this girl who, again, would refuse, whether out of sheer disgust of how weird this nigga looks, it looks like he was on the wire, or the sheer fact that she just wouldn't be in the mood, and, you know, I, you know who, who could blame somebody for not wanting to preheat up, and you want to get right into it? That doesn't make it right, I'm just saying. Um, she denied him, he didn't like it, he got his fucking family, and literally uncles and cousins jumped on in to strip this bitch from her clothes, force her down on the bed, and let him get his pumps on it. I, I imagine it didn't take too fucking long, but still, that has to be fucking humiliating and goddamn scary, the fact that these people are holding you down when you're getting fucked. Like, that is fucked. Like, quite literally. And she, you know, he tried to do it again the next day, and this fucking bitch had a fucking knife under the pillow and killed his ass. She's been de detained for I don't know how many fucking years. I'm guessing three, four, five, because now she's 19, and she's giving, she's being given the death penalty. For killing, you know, very eye for an eye in that case. Uh, but again, she's trying to appeal. I'm not too sure how well that's going to fucking work. Um, but it's just, it's crazy that they're able to do that. And mind you, they will fucking rape you in the streets. People will jump in, on in. Literal fucking blood relatives will jump on in on the rape. 
and then leave you there to die because you just brought shame that you got raped in the fucking street. Sure, I jumped on in and got my dick wet, but you brought the shame and you deserve the fucking penalty. And shit like that is what really just worries me uh, for women and especially women out there. And it makes me want to be protective. It does not make me want to let you go. It 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 got me goddamn stuttering, because I don't know what the fuck we could do about it. This is culture. This is um, tradition. Whether or not that it's fucked, like it is what it is, and it's and it's fucking scary. It's it's really heartbreaking. Yeah, but let's distract ourselves per the American norm. When we see anything that's just too terrifying and frightening and sad, let's change the channel, as it will, and take a look at uh, distractions. I call it entertainment news. And uh, one of the things that has really geeked me out, and I wish my brother was on the podcast with me so I can talk some hip-hop shop with my nigga, but it's been a really good time for hip-hop. Like, I don't know if if it's just... You know, in nature or maybe because we're fucking razzled up enough to where we're fucking creating some good content as the show that you're watching now. Um, But one of the things that really surprised me is all the good, all the literal good music music, as in the label Good Music by Mr. Kanye West. Not only did we have what came first, Ding Daytona from Pusha T came out. Of course, we love the beef with him and Drake. Then the Ye came out, and that was kind of, mind you, I love Ye. I think he's a genius. I really feel like this was uh, not the best of his albums, even though I really loved All Mine because of that fucking, um, that fucking how do you say I'm, I'm going to butcher this shit, but I fucking love it. He goes, Super Bottle Kick. Uh, what are you talking about? Uh, from the genie at the bottom. Anyways, and then what came after that? Then they came the Kid Cutters uh, joint album, which I thought, again, I liked it because I, I love Kid Cudi. Um, but a lot of it was kind of filler, regardless of it only being seven tracks. My favorite track probably being the Reborn. Anyways, and after that came fucking Nas's Nazir album. Now that fucking shit. And I, and I want to comment on some Father Day stuff because this past weekend I made no fucking reference to it. I got my fucking beefs to talk about in just a little bit. But um, Nas, he just, he came with it from just the retrospect of not only being of, and we can, I mean, come on now, regardless of what your type, top five is, this motherfucker's a legend. He's one of the kings. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, because uh, whose first album wasn't more classic than anything else they fucking produced? But again, this thing, it not only brought back classic yay production. Um, I always love anytime my, my nigga Slick Rick is being used for something and uh, they, they use the little line where he goes to cop shots in a kind of a lazy way. But again, Nas was just fucking letting it rip because that's how fuck shit is now. So again, really dope album. Um, one of the things that I was not expecting and people are saying because of this train of just good music, literal, well, not literal, label wise, um, Fucking Jay-Z, a motherfucker that I do not love at the least, but, you know, due respect, um, released an album with fucking Beyonce called The Carters, which I'm pretty sure because they do it in such a surprise fashion, it just, it stops the world and, and, you know, fucking Beezus fans are fucking on their tit or beehives or whatever the fuck you call them. They're on this bitch's tit like nobody's business. I'm not the biggest fan of her. I'm an R&B fan and I don't like her. So, you know what I'm saying? Understand that. Um, especially because they just try to sound all, forgive me for saying like this, but all new niggery. Like, why? That's not you. But again, you got to get with the time. So I'm not, I can't hate too much other than my default 
hate. But um, one of the things that really tripped me out is all the low-key shade that they throw. Because we know they're notorious for being private. They're notorious for throwing subliminals that you lucky if it's subliminal towards you. But it still ain't specific enough. So you can't say that it's really about you. And, um, you know, of course, yay going in on Tiffany Hardis. Which that bitch annoys me because she's just... She's to me. She's blackface. I'm, I'm sorry. That's that's the effect I get from her. But whatever, y'all niggas think it's funny for the time, but y'all don't see what she's doing to the culture or what she's gonna inspire white people to do. I'm just saying, know that uh, she throws shades at, at her. You know, not understanding fucking non-disclosures. Again, just showing more niggardy. Forgive me for saying it like that. Uh, but the big, the biggest thing that tickled me. Only because, again, me being such a Kanye fan, me being as upset that there is a falling out between them, even though this punk bitch, and I'm talking about Kanye, well, I mean, Jay's a bitch-ass nigga too for doing this, but because of Kanye choosing Jay over Dame Dash, who Jay's the one who, Dash is the one who loved him the most, or the one who, you know, is the reason why he even had the fuck, has the, had the stepping stone to be where he is now. And mind you, I've made fucked up decisions when it came to picking your parentals uh, in, in the times of war. Uh, but for them to have a falling out. And I remember, and mind you, any, especially with the situation that he's in right now, with him not only being, um, I'm trying to think of a nicer word. I don't want to say schizophrenic. I don't want to fucking say flamboyant. I just, but him just being over the top and theatrical. There's another word for it. Maybe I'll do it in post-production. Uh, but when the robbery had happened with Kim, mind you, so much of me just wonders and assumes that everything they fucking do is a PR stunt. From how they leak shit, from even how they showed themselves being taken advantage of. Like, it's all, I'm pretty sure, the Chris Jenner mastermind, uh, Jedi mind trick of putting you out there so that you can seem vulnerable, so you can seem relatable, so that, again, your brand becomes stronger. And, you know, who's to say, well, what is and what isn't, what's not? But regardless, when the you know Paris ro- supposed that rape- Paris robbery had happened, which they got off too fucking lightly, there would have been an example made unless they paid handsomely, which again just shows more how much of a bullshit call that was. I remember Kanye going into one of the rants during the concert saying, "Why don't you call me after the robbery and say how you feeling, or don't you want to know how I'm feeling, or come to the house, you know, bring the kids." That seemed like an honest moment, you know, from him. Whether or not Kanye knew it was a ploy or not, I mean, that's regardless because again he was feeling that, and. Jay kind of fired back in a very respectable sort of way, but also in a fucking way that backslams his motherfucker to say you ain't shit to me because because uh, he was he said I ain't going to nobody's nothing with me and my wife beefing. I don't care if the house on fire. I'm dying, nigga. I ain't leaving. Ty Ty, take care of my kids after he done grieving. If y'all don't understand that, then we ain't meant to be friends. And that is a big amplification because you got to understand if you're not in a marriage, if you don't have fucking kids, or I mean, unless you have just this spiritual fucking bounding, you know, you have, again, this obligation. Obligations can be burdens regardless of there's love being there. Not, I, people don't like hearing that, but that's what it is. I see even in a sandwich, man. And again, Kanye, and mind you, this comes from a bit of selfishness and, and who, if not all of us, aren't the most selfish because who loves us more than us? Not one goddamn one, not even God. I mean, obviously God because he keeps us fucking alive, but just more to show how, <laughs> how self, we're just so fucking selfish. I, I can't think of any $5 words because I've had a couple of joints in the process of this recording and that there before and after, but, um, 
it, it just it fucked me up that again whether or not he understands like look I see I, I don't know whether they're business associates I don't know how deep the family went but again especially if the, if if you're known for crying wolf maybe not you yourself but those that you're affiliated with you gotta understand that people aren't gonna fucking be quick to jump to your ass to try to comfort you because everyone got their own bullshits and it's and i laugh because when he says that when me and my wife beefing i ain't leaving like it's weird how there's just that fucking stance where something's fucking wrong i'm sure i fucked up but you have a misunderstanding you don't fucking comprehend what the hell i'm trying to explain to you whether that your ignorance or whether my lack of care and understanding probably both or the latter that you know we have this tiff you know what i'm saying and I can understand the fucking house is perfect, nigga. I ain't leaving because you're here, so I have to be here. It's gonna suck that the captain has to go down with the ship, but ain't that a bitch? And ain't that how it goes? So again, something about that just you know what I'm saying? It fucking tickled me, and I thought it was it was the realness, you know. I mean, there's other shit um, later on in other tracks where um, Jay was kind of going at um, Drake, just kind of um, expressing how you know. And, and this definitely sounded like Jay being a little bit jealous that, you know, Drake didn't take his bait to join the Rock Nation. She didn't do all that stuff, which I'm pretty fucking sure Drake has a way more lucrative deal doing the Apple shit than he would have with Jay. And you can't be mad at that. You can't be mad that people know what the fuck you're hustling and that they want the best for them. They don't need your fucking timestamp or not timestamp, yeah, timestamp, kudos, whatever the fuck, backstamp, fucking honorary seal of a fucking approval. Like, it's not necessary. And. You know, it, it, it's, it's going to be hard for any fucking God to realize, nigga, you fucked up and you gave him free will. So unless you do a goddamn <coughs> natural disaster, then how else are you going to fucking make coincidence and karma blend into one? And again, Jay-Z is no fucking true hova. Uh, but, you know, sometimes we, we feel like we is. I mean, if a fucking surgeon can have a God complex, how many that, you know, have of influence... And, you know, minions wouldn't feel the fucking same. I'm just saying. IJS. That's it. Women aren't hurricanes. You can't predict our behavior. That's why it, it appears crazy. Crazy. We're like tornadoes. You ever been in a tornado? You're just sitting, relaxing, enjoying the day. And all of a sudden, shit don't feel right. The climate changes just like that. It just changes. Look out in the distance. Like, What's that? Run! It's a tornado. That's what mothers are like, tornadoes. You can't prepare. What men don't understand is what you think. You think we got upset over some small thing. We didn't get upset over the small thing. The tornado's been up there brewing. It's been brewing. A small thing triggered it. A small thing was the trigger. Who left the sock in the middle of the living room floor? What do you mean you don't know? How do you not know? Four people live here. Two are small. One's me. One's you. I don't wear big stinking socks and I don't go in the living room. And you know why? Because I want one nice room. Is that wrong for me to have one nice thing? No, it's not wrong. Don't roll your... Don't walk away from me. Don't walk the fuck away from me. And they think we're crazy. You know who I think's crazy? Somebody who goes out to a level five twister and tells it you need to calm down. You need to relax what happened don't you think we know we're acting a little fucking nutty at this moment don't you think we see the cows flying by we know shit's fucked up we can't stop this have you did you not see the movie you can't stop this we are at that place when we are in the eye of the storm we can't stop it when you're in 
a diaper driving from Florida to Texas. Shit is fucked up. I can't stop that. All I can tell you is someone's gonna die at the end of this trip. A tornado is the only natural disaster that can whip itself into such a frenzy. It can go down the block to its sister's house, talk to that bitch for a few minutes, and boom, there are two. He left a sock in the middle of the living room floor. Remember the time he kissed your friend in high school? Don't worry, men, I don't give you a problem without giving you a solution. I would never do that to you. Here's how you fix it. You don't fix it. You just ride the shit out. That's the only way. You gotta tie yourself to something. Maybe sing a song of worship. I don't think that ever hurt anything. And just hang on. Just hang on. Because I promise you, if you hang on, we, what doesn't it happen, ladies? We get exhausted. We will spin out. We will spin out. And then we just... I'm feeling a little bit better. Who wants cake? Why does everyone look sad? What happened? Why is there baloney on the floor? Are we still going to the movies? Do you still want to see a movie? Your poor husband's in the bathtub with the children. Like, yeah, we can do a movie. Sure. Put the mattress back on the bed, boy. Run. Don't look at your mama. Just run. <laughs> All right, so now I'm pretty motherfucking pumped up. I really am, and I mentioned a little bit before, uh, last week was Father's Day. The day, I think the recording was the day before Father's Day. I knew the next fucking day was. I uh, I, I knew that it was, I should have had to do, you know what I'm saying? You got you to gotta do your father to do this. Uh, you know, a little bit of barbecue and whatnot, and uh, um, I'm very, since becoming a dad, I've read, I've uh, I've definitely grown the fuck up. <laughs> I think that's what parental life does. At least I think it's supposed to. And unless you're already a full-fledged fucking grown-up with, you know, uh, just all the accoutrement that makes one, I feel like it that really makes it times ten. And it, again, it opened up my eyes from getting patience or becoming more patient because I, I hardly think that I'm anywhere near patient but it definitely allows you to flex that fucking skill or develop the muscle and um, again because I had before my baby was born who he's now over a year old my, my niggas was very strong Aries and um, but before that again he came with two older brothers who as much as they annoy I also fucking love like nobody's business. I've gone on talking about before how they represent um, me to me spirit. I felt like a spiritual divine connection to where they were the seeds that should have grown um, and to be kind of biblical and New Testament style like about the seeds that fall in, you know, some in proper soil, some in that. I feel like they were that regardless of me getting away from it, not because I ran away, not because I told them cut that shit out, scrape it out, I don't want it, but because of their own choices that I myself could have stopped, maybe, I don't believe should have because those would have been the wrong times. I wouldn't be the person that I am had I gone through the shit that I had gone and grown from and learned throughout these processes. Now, a lot of the times you might wonder, well, shit, you never know what could be. And that's fucking true. You literally don't. But at the same fucking time, if you don't take responsibility to whether it's to stop something before it starts or to, you know, completely stay away from it, you have to do something about it. Now, mind you, this isn't giving niggas the fucking excuse to go drop seeds in the bitch and, you know, tip the fuck out and, you know, chuck deuces. No, you're a piece of shit and you should suffer for that kind of stuff. But the sheer fact that if you can make sure... Uh, uh, again, 
we we're gonna start carrying burdens, and all these burdens can teach us shit. You should be able to take it easier on yourself by making better choices. Now, again, that's not knocking the women who have this spiritual confliction to not want to, you know, get rid of said situations. Because, mind you, there's people that would kill for the opportunity to be able to have one. And, again, it is a blessing, but also it is a curse. And it's a mixture of everything. And, again, in that same regard, I praise women who don't take the easy way out. As dumb as you might feel like it is, they're strong. They're not weak. And whether or not a dumb decision or a fucked up turn of events that put them in that path, the fact that they're carrying on, carrying it on, striving, not just surviving, that deserves the utmost kudos. Anyways, um, it was a trip because, again, the oldest kid who has a bit of a learning disability, I pray to God he's going to overcome it and become a fucking Albert Einstein minus the racism and really become something, you know, is a bit on the slow slide. A bit on the what you would say, is he fucking retarded? Like, why is, you know, unfortunately. Uh, and that, to me, was like, yo, and this thing it comes from the literal time frame of when I was maybe experimenting with a you know, little bit of variety of drugs since marijuana is the, you know, gate, uh, what say, the gate what, whatever the fuck, uh, to, you know, gateway drug. And um, the second one, he was when I had become healthy. I found Christ and uh, then was kind of an anarchist because I, I thought, you know, <laughs> I think of uh Talladega nights where, you know, they're having, they're having dinner, they're saying grace. And, uh, John C. Riley's character says, I like to think of my Jesus in a t-shirt tuxedo. Cause that shows that you like to party, but you also like to be formed. It's whatever the, however the fuck that goes. My Jesus uh, was an anarchist Jesus. He was fucking flipping the script. Whether you saw it as the age of Aquarius from the uh, New Testament verse where he talks about finding the man in the pail of water, whether you want to go in that direction or whether you want to believe that he was in the fucking uh, synagogues or temples, whatever they were, flipping fucking tables, telling these niggas, why the fuck are you profiting off the word of the God or off, you know, the power of the spirit and, you know, really trying to change shit. He was, to me, he was a radical motherfucker. Like, no, that you could be no more radical, you know, than trying to flip the script of religion and tradition and, you know, causing a new way, you know, whatever. So what I'm trying to say is the middle kid, he is that. He can give a fuck about authority and he's so badass. Like, I wish I could be that badass. I, I become too jaded and conformed to the ways of the world that, you know, there's a little bit of things that, I, you know, I have to carry on just to be part of society. But he just, he doesn't have that. And I fucking love it and I respect him. And even, you know, when he's when he would be a little bit mean to my flesh and blood, baby, I still got to respect him because, nigga, I understand. And I'm with you. But I'm still going to spake your ass because I don't like that. But again, he takes his looks like a champ. So again, he represents that. And then my baby truly represents what I feel with him. And that's straight joy. My baby's always happy. God bless it and be that he will always be happy. And... He, you know what I'm saying? He's a little fucking smart ass. He'll fuck with you. And I don't know why I do that, but I do. So, again, each of them just represent something of me that I can't deny. And that definitely, I want to say, makes me a better person. Because if it wasn't for them, I'd probably be still dick slanging, not giving a fuck. So, it's something gnarly to me, fatherhood, and what it does to you. And although I am not a fan of commercial holidays, namely anything that makes me have to spend, although why not get a present for Jesus, you know? 
But I don't like commercial holidays. Again, I love a gift. No fucking doubt. You want to send me a Nintendo eShop card, a PlayStation card, an Xbox card? My nigga, it's going to get spent, and I'm going to try to, you know, get the best bang for my buck when there's little sales that go on. Um, but, again, regard, I don't I don't like that. I don't like the fact that it's a holiday for Mothers, I think, definitely fucking deserve it. Dads, I'm just like, nigga, you busted a load. What did you really do? Um, but I guess and what, the, what the wife had brought up to me was that, you know, you... For, for the fathers that are there, mind you, it would, it would have been so much easier to get the fuck out. It's so much easier to think about yourself. And I ain't gonna lie. I think about myself 99.9% of the time. And, you know, I'll, I'll feel my spiritual woes due to it. No fucking doubt. Um, but, the, again, the thing is, for those that at least stick around, you're at least putting up a fight. And hopefully not in a way in a fight that turns into domestic violence, but again, uh, the sort of fight that where at least you're trying, right? I mean, you shouldn't get, because I get mad about the new generations now getting awards for just fucking trying. So mind you, you don't deserve an award for just trying, which again is why more so if you about your job in the most literal sense and you're doing it to the best of your abilities, um, then yeah, you don't deserve a fucking parade, but why not a fucking day where you you know, you enjoy yourself, right? Because, you know, we do it so often anyway. So and maybe that, and that's kind of why I feel like I don't deserve it because I'm so selfish. Regardless, I don't see the good that I do because, you know, I'm so conflicted and pissed off at myself for the bad. Which might seem like an oxymoron, but nigga, I'm human. That's just how it is. And uh, anyways, um, what choked me up besides feeling all that, uh, my best buddy, uh, Master Bruce, who you, music that you hear in the background, our beats produced by him. Once we figure out or I figure out exactly what he's going to go by, how he's going to market his shit, I'm going to make that readily available to you. But that's my brother. He's the best beatsman. Uh, actually, I'll say musician because this nigga fucking plays everything that I know. I hope to God that we can fucking go into infinity beyond, uh, you know, doing it big. But regardless, um, him, he recently came to uh, to Phoenix, we'll say Phoenix, uh, from Cali um, for his sister's graduation. He, of course, it's going to be at his pops. His pops, coincidentally, lives, lives pretty close to me, which is just a coincidence and a blessing because I can hopefully get to see him more often than not. And uh, we go over, and, you know, his dad, you know, he's... To me, he's 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 a, my my old man thinks he's a young nigga at heart, but this kid, this guy, really just is a man who's taking care of responsibilities. You know that happens to you know what I'm saying be kind of Billy badass, and you know of course any kid is gonna be embarrassed by his parents, and maybe that's part of the situation. And of course there's it was a divorce that happened, you know years on before, which of course you're not gonna be fucking happy when your parents split. Um, I come from a broken home, so I fucking understand completely with that. But at the same time, like you know, and of course you're gonna keep your grudges and yada yada. But to me. I've I've loved my old man with so much that I chose him over my mom's, even though I was living with my mom's because she wanted that fucking child support check, and I couldn't have picked the worst fucking time to pick him when I'm living on the enemy's base. Like it's such a retarded fucking thing to do, but anyways, that's what I did, and of course it created on the monster there, and I'll, and then even gave me more of a thicker love because I longed for my old, my daddy because I was stuck with this wretched bitch. So like, it, it grew so much for him, and yet unfortunately, especially not knowing, that, I mean he did he did so much and he spoiled me. And he's the reason why I guess I'm a bit of a prick, but 
you know, I easily bought, right? Because uh, he, he'd get me what I wanted. All the CDs, all the games. I mean, if I was bold enough to ask for it, nine times out of ten, I fucking got it. And God bless that. But that can only do so much because what I want is attention. You know, what I want is is bonding. What I want is to share myself, show him how we're similar, and hope that he doesn't hate me for it. And it, which is probably why I get so mad at the dumb one because I'm like, how can you be so dumb? But we share the same dumbness. So it's like, what the fuck? Anyways, uh, my boy, uh, Master Bruce, he just... He, he, he wouldn't he didn't want to do the one simple request and my jump kind of the same way with him because my nigga's the most straight edge you could fucking possibly meet without ever without being a literal straight edge and this guy you know i always want to get him to smoke he's like no 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 or he, he'll he'll bullshit me take a little baby puff and pretend and whatever that satisfies me because at least he, he at least did it for me right with his old man his old man wanted to you know have a beer or two with him and that's not a difficult request, but the way that, from my understanding, the way that he sees it, he's like, I don't need a beer to have a good time. I don't need to smoke to have a good time. I'm like, okay, good for you. I do. He does. But, you know, like, which, again, I totally respect, but it's not about that. It's about, nigga, enjoy this with me right now. We're having a moment. Be in the moment with me. Which, again, can sound selfish, and, you know, especially if he has animosity for, you know, the family dividing over whether it was his mama's fault or not. Like, there's just that thing, you know, because we're self-entitled. That's not necessarily a bad thing unless you're hurting somebody, in which case he's not. But again, in the same essence, he's just like, I don't need to do this. So because he's such a strong spirit, everything is bullshit to him, which it kind of is. But again, what had conflicted me, and forgive me for going on about this, but it's important. I don't think it gets talked about, um, is that I had so many times where you know i've been in my house maybe two the years now and i've my dad has come here but twice and that's not because i don't invite him because if anything i tell this nigga he has an open card to just come and don't even have to tell me when or why just come like i have i've told him that and what pisses me off is that he has fuck i don't know how many kids he has i know he had a daughter out of wedlock uh was his first kid uh, son who took his name who is a bitch ass nigga because he still hits him up for fucking money this nigga's older than me asking him, my daddy for money to send on the frequent then he had me then my little sister and then he had uh, with another woman another little sister and I don't know how many more because my dad's a cocksman you know what I'm saying I look up to him in the, in the form of cocking because I feel like he you know cocked him the best and he just has uh, ultimate uh, pussy pass when he goes places because of his uh, glowing recommendations but what fucks me up is that again I reach out to him to say, "Yo, Dad, fucking, I think I, I think I told him happy birthday." Didn't hear a goddamn thing. Or other times where I'm like, "Hey, uh, Pa, you know, whenever you want to come on over, you know, bring my little sister over and she can play with my boys, and that we'll have a good little time." You know, I'll get the beer because I know he likes beer. I'll get the beer. I don't fucking drink beer. I'll get the beer. You know, come on over. Nigga won't hear a fucking peep. And it it doesn't make me feel some sort of way because I don't feel. But it, it does, when I think about it, I'm just like, man, that's fucked. So again, because of how my comprehension of it, when I see others that aren't appreciating the little bit that they do have, whether or not it's going along with their time schedule or not, sometimes we can't help it. We can't control the fucking time. And we can be so lucky when we can be on the same page with someone, but who's to fucking say, you know? And... We can't always be on the same page, so I think we need to be mature and to a point where hopefully we could take them 
when they're available and they can hopefully be as hospitable. But regardless, um, again, Father Day had passed. You know, trying to reach out to him. I'm, I'm thinking, my nigga, I'm, I'm being a real daddy here because you couldn't hang. And who knows? Mind you, I'm just at the very beginning of my little shit here. My nigga gave me at least 12 years. Can I do that? I pray. Can I do more? I fucking hope so. Can I never leave my baby's sights and, and be such an influence that I make him the biggest, best thing in the world? And he can hopefully take care of me when I'm fucking old, giving me, you know what I'm saying, pale lesbian uh, bitches with pixie cuts to wash my asshole? I mean, I can only hope. But if you have a dad, you know what I'm saying, or any family member, really, who is there for you, hopefully will never not be there for you, I hope you can appreciate that. And that doesn't, that love doesn't always get passed on. It doesn't always continue to infinity and fucking beyond. And one of the craziest uh, fucking stories is with Tommy Lee. Again, back to from real world shit to distractions that we see online or, you know, wherever you uh, intake your entertainment. Uh, but Tommy Lee, uh, known from being in a Motley crew. Uh, best known probably for showing his humongous cock fucking Pamela Anderson in the early 90s, one of the first um, porn tapes to, to come out. This nigga slinging dick still. He's currently fucking Brittany Ferlin, better known from Vine fame, which is crazy because I don't know how she was when when, uh, when Vine was out, but this bitch is progressively getting turning more and more into some fucking real housewives of New Jersey kind of shit, which is kind of scary. But, I mean, she's Italian. How can you fucking blame her? But, anyway, she had... Uh, not she... Uh, Tommy Lee had posted, you know, uh, a picture of him and his old man, him with his old, with his, you know, fucking long ass hair, metal hair, uh, hugging his daddy, who you could tell is a conservative, uh, you know, looks like some kind of business type because niggas in a suit and a nice little watch. But he's hugging him. You could tell they had a few drinks. And he's loving his dad. Mind you, although he was the Billy badass of his time to, to drift from whatever uh, normalcies that they were in the. 60s or late 70s or forgive me for putting aging him that old uh to becoming who he was you know in the 80s um there's definitely a lot of tradition and educate uh normal shit that just doesn't get passed on whether that be of religious values or just moral shits in general and in this post you know he had um, i'm gonna read it because it was on ig he says happy father's day fellas i'm not gonna sit here and put some fluffed up uh, bullshit for the public to read i'm gonna be honest being a father ain't easy i'm so tired of the fake shit i i'm seeing all over ig let's get real it's a roller coaster okay he says uh my father taught me respect to respect everyone and everything and take care of those that i loved he taught me to appreciate my possessions and to be grateful for things i was given i fucked up at times but i've always bounced back when i had a child uh, my first child, I wanted to instill those same virtues in him. Sometimes I feel like I failed as a father because my kids don't know the value of things. If they break something, they don't care about. Um, they don't care because they know they'll just get a new one. If they hurt, so if they hurt someone, uh, someone uh, they don't care because people are telling them it's okay. I never wanted this for my kids. Um, I'm not fully to blame because their mom uh, has a lot to do with it. Too much. This is him throwing shade at Pamela Anderson, who again. As a woman who's sexually objectified 
And I'm pretty sure her own fucking concerns, mainly probably narcissistic, you know, I'm pretty sure it was easier for her to fucking throw money and just hush, hush, hush the kids because I can't lie. If my baby wakes up in the middle of the night, as much as I want to, you know, caress him and, and, and soothe him and hope that, you know, pray over him, I say, I just want to throw a fucking bottle at him and be like, nigga, it's okay, shut the fuck up, go to bed. It's two o'clock in the morning, nigga, I got three more hours. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's selfish, but, you know, we, we do what we do when, you know, we're doing it. So who's the fuck to say until thereafter? But anyways, he, he's going on in a thing um, just about how he knows he fucked up whatever but he's still throwing a bit of shade That's, mind you this is social media son sees it comments saying, saying um, you're not perfect do I need to show you the last time you talked this kind of shit and post a fucking video of him knocking him out and I don't remember if we talked about this in previous episodes of the Spick Podcast where he fucking knocked him the fuck out there was video of it um, it was muted because apparently Brittany Ferland who she was getting dated up at the time uh, was screaming why the fuck would you do that to your father um, again for whatever sort of beef that they have because you know they're both shit talkers and, and they're both I'm pretty sure entitled fucks we all are, aren't we? So it again was a trip um, that that had sparked, and, it, and it's and it's so fucked up that it's you know it's such in the public eye that everybody's gonna see it, everybody's gonna comment, and of course you're just that more razzled because motherfucker, everyone's seen this shit. How the fuck are you gonna say this? And it just was on going back and forth with, you know, their fucking their beefs, and it's it's one of those things to where you can't deny that there was some fuckery probably on all three of their sides but again petty versus petty is only gonna blow up like you just fucking went to the walmart and got all the fucking uh little tiki torch not tiki torches whatever fuck gasoline propane tanks and you just throwing them in a fucking <laughs> i can't even think right now damn i'm pretty fucking high into <laughs> just a cluster fuck twister whirlwind fucking grinder of chaos and it's just there for the whole world to see man does it have to be stressful to be a fucking uh, celebrity but at the same time i mean ain't that what you asked for speaking of i mean shit you asked for, and really again it's so narcissistic i, I would imagine like you know i keep using the fucking word but so self-indulgent um you know to to think well when you're an artist and you're a public figure so to speak or at least living in the fucking public eye um, I'm pretty sure you start craving the attention once you don't get it, right? Or else why the fuck would you be out doing that in the first place? Same thing with when hoes be wearing the whole uniform. Like, how, how could you wear something where it looks like your fucking coochie is eating it and you expect not to look or not to gawk, maybe not to enjoy, or maybe, you know what I'm saying, for the for the weaker will, for them not to touch. Like, think about how fucking you're, you're putting meat in front of a hungry, hungry hippo. Anyways, um, and I don't, I don't know if they fucking eat me, but that's not the point. Um, someone else who was in the news just losing her fucking shit um, and threatening to kill herself, which pisses me off. Heather Locklear, former Bad Betty, uh, not literal, but she, I don't know if she was in TJ Hooker, um, Melrose Place. Like this bitch has been high and been a little cock puppet for for a good while. And um, she's aging, and she had, was recently, not too long ago, in the news over some domestic violence shit. Not her getting beat, but her having a diva moment and beating the fuck out of her boyfriend. And, um, you know, she's been a little cuckoo. And mind you, not to say that you, it, it isn't, you know, well given, as you could hear in one of the clips that I played yesterday. I mean, how is a woman supposed to be expected to carry a career 
carry a family, care about all this materialistic shit, which unfortunately is part of the trade, but again, to worry about looks and then to feel like you're graded or you're paid upon those looks. It's such a savage fucking lifestyle. It's no wonder, right? And what upsets me is that she was threatening to kill herself. Now, bitch, I'm sorry, but if you wanted to kill yourself, you would have fucking done it. You would have made a goddamn scene. And again, I don't know what's going on in the background, but that's an obvious cry for myself. Not a cry for help, just a cry for myself because you're fucking selfish. Bitch, if you wanted to die, you would be dead already because no one would fucking stop you. You're giving us a chance. That's not what you do when you're really about that life. I'm just sorry. It, it, it ain't. You're fucking wanting attention, and that's terrible. And that you feel so shitty, but it's so terrible you would threaten someone with that because how the fuck is that anyone else's fault? You do what the fuck you want to do to yourself because that's your own motherfucking self. And I'm sorry if it sounds so fucking hateful, but who... Like I mentioned earlier, who loves you more than you? Not one fucking person. Whether you say, well, I don't love myself. Well, I'm sorry, bitch. Then then get rid of yourself. Do something with yourself. Because don't poison someone else with your fuckery. And that's just how I took this as. Because I'm just like, life isn't that fucking cheap. As, 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 As cheap as you would imagine it being since life technically is so expensive to live. But it's just, it's bullshit. And again, just going on with literal fucking depths. And mind you, I wasn't the biggest fan of him. I wanted to give him a shot. But in the age of new niggery shit, it just, it wasn't for me. The triple extension, uh, he recently shot and killed in an attempted robbery or probably successful robbery, I'm guessing, because the nigga died. I'm pretty sure he took off with the shit. But uh, while he was out there in Florida, which I'm guessing uh, he's a native of, he was out looking at motorcycles. And dude just saw the opportunity, blast, took him. And uh, this kid had a lot of uh, a lot of shit in his life. Uh, as in, like, he, you know, was born fighting. Like, some, you know, just how, you know, you're born sitting. This motherfucker was doing the most in that aspect. And it was fucked up because he came from beginnings of where his mom uh, wasn't around. Left him with Nana, as, you know, most young fuckers do. And he kind of would act out because the only time this bitch would talk to him would be when he fucked up. That's kind of why when public, or uh, public, <laughs> fucking troubled children, you know, they act out because they, they need some sort of attention. You're not giving them attention when they ask for it, so they're going to fuck some shit up because you seem to pay attention when once I fuck shit up. And again, it just evolved into, and I can relate, same situation because I know with my mom, uh, my the coochie that, you know, birthed me, I saw her more like a sister because my grandmama was my mama. And, you know, there's this undevout thing to those that, you know, love you and nurture you. And again, she wasn't that. So same shit with him. You know, he just, you know, he went, acted out the best way he could. And that meant, you know, fucking shit up. I mean, he eventually got into juvie or jail or some shit. I'm guessing juvie because he's too young. And uh, met Ski Mask the God or whatever the fucker that fucker's name is. And again, he, he blew up from SoundCloud rapping to singing or whatever the fuck he does to then. Um, and, and one thing I really respect, um, it's just his musical influences. He had listed, um, who was it? Uh, Papa Roach and Kurt Cobain, obviously. But I don't know why he put Kurt Cobain and not just fucking... Uh, the fucking band, but regardless, uh, Caged Elephant, which is one of my favorite bands, like on earth. 
which again lets you know how young this thing is because the, he has them up there with the other fuckers and also Coldplay which shows his emo side but again he didn't have rappers as influences he had these fucking things and he just happened to be a nigga happened to rap so bam you know playing two plus two in this boat and uh, again losing life is never a good thing I was never the biggest fan but the sheer fact that these, these motherfuckers out here doing shit like this and some other nigga from Philly had died but no one knows about him at least I sure as fuck don't know can comment on um, and I was really thinking and that I was talking to Arizona Verse about this that there was gonna be a third plug there has to right these shits come in threes but I don't know maybe just not in the time for we wanted to or by the time of this recording um, and it just again it, it just shows me out because dude was so young I don't like that people are saying he was this generation's Pac because not only did he not have that kind of material Pac had a work ethic beyond anyone else's comprehension he recorded as much as he fucking could maybe because he knew his time was coming and he, and he for, you know predicted it but he put work in not to say this kid didn't and I, I don't know how many CDs he has out maybe two three uh, I only heard one maybe two I don't fucking know because I don't know how EPs count but uh, it, it's sad to, to see life have to end like that. And again, he wasn't threatening. And I'm not too sure how much of a chance he had to try to stop this shit or to pay the fucker off or to do what he could have done to save his life. But when I think about shit like this and, then I, and I think about the bitch that's threatening to lose hers, what the fuck? What are we going to lose, huh? What? <laughs> not to say that. I don't know. It, it sounds fucked up anyway I can say it. So I'm just going to hit it with stamp. And move on in to some other entertainment news. Again, some little distractions. Get them out, off all the heavy shit. Uh, Dr. Dre um, from fucking Dr. Dre. <laughs> He's right now working on the Marvin Gaye biopic, which tripped me out because I remember, I think uh, J- Jimmy Fox was trying to do like a, like a short ser- miniseries on it. But again, I guess Drake, for whatever reason, has... Um, the pool and wherewithal, because I'm pretty sure he has some gay tendencies back when he was doing the um, World Destruction Crew or whatever the shit was called. Anyways, um, he's gonna be creating the biopic now. The fucking NWA movie was not only a success commercially, critically, uh, again was a big up for hip hop. Um, it was kind of biased, which I mean, how could you help it if you're the executive producer? Why, why, and why wouldn't you and Ice Cube look look the better for the crew? Y'all the fucking remaining and uh, most uh, famous of that group. But so I wonder how this is gonna be. I really do hope that they don't shy away from getting into the nitty gritty. Mind you, as much as I know hip hop still kind of being homophobic for as gay as Atlanta is. Not the show, or I don't know about the show, but definitely the city. Um, I'm really hoping that they open up that box of Marvin Gaye's bisexuality. Uh, because I'm not only because I'm in my, mad curious as to how he went about it, but also how he lived it, and yet how he never really portrayed it, because I feel like that's selfish. If you're going to go that way, then you know, how about your people? Uh, but at the same time, like I don't know how much of it was that obvious that we just you know didn't see. Because his music's fucking beautiful. Um, he definitely, I'm pretty sure, got a lot of babies made. And it's it's going to be entertaining. I just hope that it's not a fucking fluff piece any more than a motherfucker would need a fluffer in a porn, uh, which means don't be so cocksucking. Speaking of cocksucking, one of my babies, uh, you might remember, I'm pretty sure I've used her as a previous dedication, uh, but certainly she, uh, famous in her own right, I guess, because she's like the daughter of some kind of... Uh, producer or sound guy chloe dykstra she is a bad little betty slash cosplay host slash i remember 
meeting, not meeting her, but uh, discovering her on some YouTube channel, which I'm not too sure if it's even still around. Uh, not whatever nerdist bullshit that she started sucking dick under, but uh, it was like a video game thing that eventually got bought out by Machinima. I think that was called Machinima. Um, and she was just one of the little hostesses, and she's just fucking sexy and sultry. You could tell she's going to give you all sorts of diseases. Anyways, she was with that dude, Chris Hartwick, and I guess he was some podcaster turned CEO of a channel or movement called Nerdist, which again, just biting and fucking uh, milking off the nerd culture but again commenting on it and you might have seen him on uh, the little talk shows uh, when they do like walking dead recaps and i think he did the stranger things one i don't remember but he does that kind of stuff so that's definitely where you would have seen him at and uh she busted out some me too shit without being very direct saying that it's about this guy that this had happened no she was being she was on some shit called the medium and uh, again she put like a little essay talking about it and and things of that nature and um she kind of goes on to talk about how she was in a very abusive relationship with this guy who again started off from humble beginnings to you know being a ceo uh master you know puppet fucking mover um that was not only controlling on some wannabe 50 shades of gray shit she wouldn't like allow her to have guy friends which mind you in the fucking work field of of uh goddamn video games you're gonna be working with nothing but guys so you know whatever but she you know I'm, i mean i'm sure he knows the thirst and that's that's why he does it but apparently like he would you know fuck her without her really being into it, which i'm pretty sure happens a lot there's there's no fucking doubt that i'm sure that happens a lot and of course women god bless you guys for loving the way that you do for putting and giving literally your all so mind and most definitely your fucking body to our fucking selfish lustful fucking fleshy desires and it trips me out that um <laughs> that you, you that women put up with the things that they do it doesn't make any sense to me but i've been whooped before many long ago when i had feeling in my heart and so i understand I, 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 without any fucking shadow of a doubt, know that love can fucking move mountains, you know what I'm saying? And in, in that same respect, I mean, again, she went along with this. She took his quote-unquote abuse. And then she also mentioned how, because obviously she, she knew that she loved him and she put up with it because of that reason, that um, she started getting blacklisted once, you know, they'd broken up. And this dude eventually married some other lanky-looking bitch. You could tell he has a type. And, um whatever just you know moved on and apparently before that happened one of the publications tried to release uh text messages that you know she then tried getting back into the relationship you know seven months after but i mean think about it motherfuckers get stockholm syndrome so why wouldn't she fall into the same lines regardless of being abused uh being in love with him and all that kind of came with it whether the the benefits or the know-how or again the lack of being blackballed in the fucking industry for the nerdicism shits and him being the king of nerds so i mean i can understand all of it all of it all around and supposedly he had left her because she was unfaithful again i can see her sucking on many a dick i can tell that she comes with chlamydia and whether or not you want to take that because she wears a fucking overwatch outfit i mean nigga that that that's on you and god bless you but you know it, 
that's some fuckery that whatever came to light and he definitely got uh, axed from his uh, as far as his public role and the little ventures and projects that he does you know they don't want nothing to do with it that me too shit definitely burns a lot of fucking bridges and unless you're on some king shit and you're worth a damn then you know they might keep you in the background but you're bad for fucking business and it's unfortunate but that's the power of the beast so God bless, you know, regardless of all the shit I'm talking about, her coming with the fucking communicable college, um, community college with the diseases, like, I fucking, that's, that's, oh, come on now, come on now, there's a reason why you pay the cash of admission, um, but speaking of um, some, I don't know why the fuck they're famous for the bitches, uh, Chrissy Teigen, uh, to me better known as uh, John Legend's baby mama, but I guess she's done stuff, I, I, all I know is that she's done the lip sync battle, so I have no idea the fuck she does outside of that I guess she was a model anyways she was uh, touting Gwyneth Paltrow and I don't know what the fuck it is about Gwyneth Paltrow and her fucking retarded uh, inventions but there's like this vagina steaming thing I'm not even gonna talk about it cause it's ridiculous but you can steam your vagina ladies I'm not sure if that gets out wrinkles or creases or you know tucks things back in but uh, you might check that out and unrelated coochie news uh, the little cutie from Modern Family um, not the big-breasted one, but the older sister, she, like, was, like, literally exploding and, like, puckering up. And we don't know if she's taking ass shots that had opposite reaction, went straight to her face. But she looked just swollen the fuck up and not swollen around the rousey kind of way. Uh, but, again, I'll let y'all do your Googles about that. That just, was just mad interesting or just kind of alarming because she's just, you know, this little porn star-looking bitch and she just... Someone fucking slipped a pill and she exploded. Anyways, um, Netflix, they had their, and I mentioned this at the beginning about having good PR people that can hopefully know what the fuck they're doing. Uh, and Netflix, I definitely think that they know what the fuck they're doing, whether it be the algorithms on what they try to make you watch or get to binge or just the content that they choose to have. And I'm hoping that they're making money. I'm guessing that they're making money um, for however big their credit line is. Again, they, they, they might knock out regular television if you know the money starts acting funny from there but uh their dude and what's his name uh i don't even fuck y'all y'all can jonathan uh friedland this motherfucker apparently says nigga quite oftenly in board meetings and i don't know what's with the hard r which is most definitely racist or it's you know with the a which again of course has its you know um pronoun sorts of uh uh can't even think of the fucking bullshit ass word, but there's a clear difference. And but apparently it didn't fucking matter because it was making people uncomfortable. And I mean, mind you, the black demographic is a big demographic that cannot be ignored. One would say that y'all niggas is some trendsetters. Uh, definitely make the movements from fucking music into really music. Uh, you know, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be a thing. So. Why ignore it? But at the same time, you probably could have gone away without saying it a certain way. So I'm guessing that was some hard R. I wish they would have said it, but they didn't. They at least had enough respect for him to not want to throw that out there. But I'm hoping the publication digs a little bit deeper and finds out. You ain't going to get the you know hard-hitting facts here just with the thumbnail say. So uh, you know, bear with me and forgive me. Uh, but again, that shit was just a big deal. Because I'm like, how is the PR guy going to get fucked over for shit that he's saying? But again, what goes... Uh, what gets done behind closed doors ain't always in privacy. Uh, one of the things, though, that I, without any fucking doubt, love so much that it wasn't done in privacy. It was done in front of cameras 
in front of everybody on MTV. So you hope that it's hitting the youth or the, or the older fuckers that won't grow up. Uh, at the MTV Movie Awards, he was giving a speech. I forgot for what fucking award he got. But he's been in the game for a minute, so I wouldn't be surprised if it was some generational bullshit. But uh, he talks about his love and faith for God and how we should not be shitheads which I think is the main point of the Bible. And he goes on about how he hopes that kids will learn how to pray and to not let go of their souls. That's fucking very deep, and that shit can push a motherfucker as much as G- you need Jesus. That's almost as loud as that. And God bless him for it because he wasn't being overbearing. He just was being real and as jovial and childish but still adorable and obviously fucking heroic because of, you know, how Chiseling it got for Guardians of the Galaxy. Like, his, I'm hoping that his words opened up hearts, you know what I'm saying? Or hardened them from fuckery. And it was such a bold fucking move, it was unexpected. And, like, I give nothing but fucking kudos to that. Like, truly, like, gosh. Like, I want to say goddamn, but no, nigga, God bless. I salute you. You can't see me right now because I'm coming through audio but i'm fucking kudos on you for sure before i wrap up uh, entertainment news actually i wanted to mention a story that even after reading about it it fucked me up and i didn't quite understand it nor believe it uh so i'm gonna look at the 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 article here i'm reading the fucking headline and again, this is right to the fucking point, and I'll get a little bit more into it. But Akon, you know, better known from uh, songs like Smack That and, you know, Early Lady Gaga. This motherfucker wants to find uh, a real life Wakanda based on his own cryptocurrency called Akcoin or Acoin. What fucks me up, because obviously his name is perfect for cryptocurrency shits. How the fuck do you create your own cryptocurrency? How can you give value to this nothing and make it something? Like, I, I, maybe I just don't understand cryptocurrency and how that works. But I understand that if I have money on a fucking PayPal account, it's because it's coming from my checking or from a fucking credit card or from whatever prepaid shit that I purchased. I don't understand how you can mine for shit and at the same time just make up some shit and have it be worth something. This motherfucker wants to um, buy like an island or part of uh, Senegal, which I didn't realize that was the birthplace for slavery. I used to always wear that t-shirt once I found out I may be more proud of that being a, you know, Anglo-Saxon looking, you know, nationalist. And it, I just don't understand how he's going to have his own... I don't understand how it works at all. Again, link in the descriptions, or y'all can do your fucking Googles and type in A-K-O-I-N for A-Coin. Like, I don't fucking get it. But if people can do this kind of... Mind you, and he's been on some philanthropist-type stuff and trying to help out Haiti and, you know... You know, trying to, I don't know if it was him or Wyclef that tried to run for president or some shit. I mean, mind you, this nigga looks like he's from Wakanda. So there's no doubt uh, in wanting to do something like that. But to to think that maybe he's trying to create like this elite group of all the richest blacks and say, fuck it. Y'all don't want niggas here in America. We're going to move. We're going to do shit a whole lot better. We're going to be on sci-fi. You know, like, I don't know. That's the end result. I kind of don't even want to go talking about it because it's so fucking mind-bogglingly crazy. But I had to let you know that. And uh, soon I might fucking make Sopapoville where everyone gets their skin bleached. 
Um, everyone is just in a full-on orgy. But then afterward, you know, we pray to God. You know, we burn a candle or an incense to hide the smell of sweaty ass. Uh, but, you know, eat in his glory. Something like that. I don't know. Maybe Jim Jones had it more better. Not referencing the Jim Jones who was from that was a state property. It was with with Cameron and the diplomats. Uh, some other shits. He recently actually got hit with some fucking. Uh, uh, he got arrested like for possession of drugs and weapons and nigga, you old. But anyways, that, that that's the entertainment news. I just had to say that a little bit. All right, so moving on, because uh, I want to get into some more of the uh, health sciencey stuff. Um, as you know, your boy, so Papo most social medias um i'm a bit on the hefty side i mean if you want to be real about it i'm fucking morbidly obese and uh it's not a new thing especially here in the states that um you know we're all kind of on the on the chunky side you know not so much smooth peanut but more like chunky which is my favorite but um we've kind of have grown to accept it and you know we don't want to body shame so of course we roll with it and and plus sizes or more again because you could say this is the thing too like when we say what normal weight is we always go to oh well the majority of you know america is obese so that means that fat is normal no that just means there's more fat that doesn't necessarily mean that it's normal just because there's a lot more doesn't mean that's an okay thing just because there's a surplus doesn't mean that we fucked up along the lines of when we're ordering more specifically when we're ordering food but i digress um with i guess in england they're not too used to that. I don't know if it's because they've had four generations of McDonald's that, uh, you know, it's catching up. Or, again, because we're now, you know, wanting to be very PR-centric, you know, we, you know, again, don't want to body shame, fat shame, slut shame, what have you. We go with it. We embrace. It's also kind of, again, adding to it a normalcy that is now causing people, like, to... Not acknowledge that regardless of being big, being okay, because of course you got to love the skin that you're in, love yourself, don't hurt yourself. At the same time, if you're okay in being fat and having fat tendencies, you're going to do some unhealthy shit. And that gets ignored in the world of, are you calling me fat because I'm fucking eating goddamn four Polish hot dogs in one sitting in front of the fucking Costco thing, even though I came for nothing else other than that and my fountain drink. Like, nigga, that's a bit of a problem. And that's what they're fighting right now because of people wanting to be okay. They're ignoring that being unhealthy has fucked up side effects. You know what I'm saying? Like, you could tell, you know, I, mind you, me more so right now because I have a bit of a cold. But yet I'm still chugging along at Arizona Verse. Nigga, I still do this sick. Uh, hashtag still in probationary period, so I got to go to work. But um, again, this normalcy is just we're, we're ignoring just all the fucked up benefits. Again, like heavy breathing or fucking loss of breath or Lord forbid a fucking stroke. Like there's all these things that can happen from it. And it's not funny. It's not cute. And uh, unless you're fucking very lucky to have a very bad and bougie bitch come and give you CPR, nine times on the test you don't want to touch your disgusting, sloppy, sweaty ass. So... It, it's it's fucked the kind of chain reaction that we're having, you know, because of it. And again, with normal season and then come um, stipulations and, and uh, fucking hatreds. And there's already people, um, and this is actually at the, the wife's job, there's the cutest little dyke-looking bitch, uh, pixie-cut, uh, pale, you know what I'm saying, uh, more booty than she got titty, like perfection, right? And this bitch apparently hates fat people like legitimately 
does not like fat people. Like, if someone is fat, she finds them grotesque and disgusting, as we most certainly are. And if you don't hate yourself enough to want to fucking lose weight, then I don't know what the fuck to do with you. But uh, it's it's messed up. And <laughs> no doubt about it. And it's just as bad as being racist. But it's a thing. We can't deny it. You know, just how, like, for example... Uh, <laughs> and I'm going to hopefully have him on the show pretty soon. But uh, when you're big, you got to wash ass. If you don't wash ass, you're going to smell. <laughs> and it's not just ass. Nigga, if you got crevices and creases, a.k.a. lonjas, a.k.a. lovely lady lumps, but nigga, you got to keep that shit fresh because you have a whole lot of heat, a whole lot of undercarriage. It's just not good. And I don't think big people know this because their noses might be stuffy most of the fucking time. So how the hell you going to smell yourself? And, you know, you're too close to the project. You got to take a step back. And, again, that's something that can push people away. Like, unless you remind them of your of their favorite teddy bear of yesteryear, you're going to probably gross them the fuck out, which is why I laugh when the wife thinks, you know, that I'm fucking getting head everywhere I go because of my beautiful personality and and award-winning dick like i don't i don't know why she would stress that is if i feel so disgusting i feel like i elude that and sometimes i do and so maybe so hopefully most of the time majority of the time i don't and whatever things can pop out but regardless like it's i see that so i don't see the the bitch that i'm infatuated with flirting back at me because I feel the way that I feel about myself. And mind you, one shouldn't feel terrible about themselves. But they can, everyone shouldn't feel themselves either because, you know, a lot of motherfuckers are too big for the bitches and uh, it creates a whole lot of stuck-up bitches. That's, that's, the, that's the end I'll say with that again. It's, it's just interesting. Again, the more as we develop, as we grow, as we be, have commonplace, it's going to create those kind of issues. So we got to be very self-conscious of that. As much as we're already self-conscious as it is, we got to make sure that we don't... Um, bridge the gap of of you know health you know what i'm saying hit the fucking health segment come on now uh but anyways on that rope um herpes right now coming back in a big way <laughs> uh known with other communicable diseases that connected to the glory uh dextra but um no no legit herpes virus is now apparently plays a big role in alzheimer's studies and i'm not too sure if, uh, you know, because, you know, you practicing the strong, proud tradition of being a whore that, you know, you caught some things, you grew with some things and it had its effect. Uh, think about our cell phones. Fucking Im- Im- illuminate, elude, fucking sh- gush out fucking radiation that we have no idea legitly how it's going to. We know that it's not good. Radiation isn't fucking good for cancer patients. How the fuck would it be good for those that don't have a fucking in- internal tumor to fucking kill? Like. It's, it's dangerous, but it's funny that they're finding that connection. Whether or not the universe uses our sinfulness to pay us back in another way, some form or another, I mean, shit. We can go back to saying that mental retardation is just a fucking demon that we could have cast it away. Where's the motherfucking holy water? But, uh, I hope that's funny. If you're not laughing, how dare you? Because I'm hilarious. Anyways, uh, one thing that I guess a bitch didn't realize how she was going to be see- seen and I couldn't find the fucking topic or article, but I'm pretty sure y'all seen it on whatever social media y'all look at, primarily fucking Facebook. I can't stand your ass. Uh, but there was a lady bitch in a hospital, nurse, who was apparently attacking some anxiety-ridden kid, 20 years old, with his fucking parents, um, 
mocking him that, you know, he didn't need uh, the medication, that he was just there for drugs. And apparently she was mocking him. Mind you, we have an anxiety attack. I don't exactly know how that feels. I hear that it's terrible, so I can't comment. And I'm pretty sure it's fucking terrifying. If you ever watch the movie Wanted with Angela and Jolene's motherfucker, mind you, this movie's over 10 years old, so it probably is not projected the best fucking way. But, you know, they try to, uh, you know, show how this guy's anxiety attack was put him in fast and slow motion all at once and his weird trippy uppers and downers kind of asses, which I assume, well, of course, making an ass of myself, that it's somewhat close to that. Um, again, I, it's an it's an imaginable, right? Well, this bitch mocking him, talking shit. Again, people are getting mad that, that, you know, whatever, she's doing that. But at the same time, this motherfucker's a grown man with his fucking parents. God bless him for being so lucky. Uh, but in there, talking about fucking being in a panic. And mind you, I'm pretty sure this bitch did not just say that, just to say that because she's a typically mean bitch. She seemed like she might have had a fucked up 12-hour shift Back to back to back, bitches be calling out, catching herpes, uh, growing his old timers. Um, that she's, you know, having to deal with all these motherfuckers that are ER hopping, trying to get pain meds. You know what I'm saying? These motherfuckers who have these anxiety pills, they get pills that bring them down. They should just smoke a fucking joint, but no, they get some kind of opioid like shit that's gonna bring them the fuck down, the most downers of downers. And, you know, coast their life and do whatever the fuck they got to do. That is not a good fucking thing. You hear? Like, and she sees it all the fucking time. I'm sure. I have no reason to protect the bitch. I don't know the bitch. I personally don't like her just by looking at her, but that doesn't mean nothing because, again, I'm sure she sees what she sees. And unfortunately, in this age of transparency, in this world that we live, where everything is a fucking click away, she got caught up. You know what I'm saying? He didn't fucking have anxiety enough to fucking stop himself from recording, unless that was from the dad, which, again, with your parents... God bless you at the same time I don't know I'm so conflicted y'all I'm so fucking conflicted You know I got daddy issues no, But the one thing though I really do wish That I, I was able to To figure out Especially to With dealing with my finances With You know Trying to leave The best possible uh, Legacy You know That you know One can afford um, is that Google has an algorithm that can literally see the chances of patients that have when they're admitted into hospital to like their chances of survival. So legit, legit, there's a fucking algorithm showing all your history, all your past shits that you've had, what you're there for now, that can literally see your potential living now and the likelihood of you being able to leave out there alive. And what's fucked about that is that we have a code for that now because we've seen it so fucking much or not and we have so much information on you. And, like, it also, like, mind fucks me. Like, for example, AT&T Verizon. Like, they're going to stop supposedly selling your phone locations to data brokers. What fucks me up is that not only public records, but things like, let's say, in the court system for, like, I don't know, if they come in discs, CDs, or however the fuck many megabytes of information that they have, but motherfuckers can buy them for, like, $25 a pop. Legit, legit. This is this is because I got to connect in the government. And they sell that information, let's say, to debt collectors, let's say, to for people that are still trying to garnish or do whatever. They can see this shit, apply this shit, and, again, get you for this shit, and maybe even double-dip if you're not fucking paying attention, ignoring goddamn court summonses. But what trips me out, again, that these that our own phone carriers, 
not only the motherfuckers that charge us to use them, but then aggravate us with either giving a shitty service or not working the particular place that we wanted to be. Not only that, but they're telling people, using the, the, the same data that we use, that we pay them for, so that it's like we're paying them to give them information so that they can then sell that shit and make more money off of us. Like a real pimp fucking barely spinking a couple of droplets of water into a coochie and sending her right back down the fucking infamy. Uh, bringing shrimp to Fremery. Um... And they're supposedly going to finally stop doing that. There was, I remember I tripped out once. I was at a fucking, don't want to name the store. And we're in there, we're looking at stuff. And I'm like, oh shit, like, this reminds me of, of these lugs. I always wanted from back in the day, of course, being fucking hip hop and New York and whatnot. And a trench coat to stick my dick out of. Like, all these things that, you know, that, that I wanted. It brought all this up. And wouldn't you fucking know, me just speaking it into existence, of course, into a fucking device that's constantly recording, sending signals, telling them this kind of store that sells this this is the name brand and then i get a fucking ad ain't that about a bitch i didn't google it i didn't type it i fucking said it and that location and triangulation and information that they have again are pimping us selling us and leading us like fucking sheep and it cracks me up that, you know, they're going to finally stop. Now, with net neutrality, and I don't know if they had any fucking coordinates along with it or not, but the fact that we have fucking algorithms to fucking pretty much estimate when the fuck we're going to do that dumb shit again and how much more severe is it going to be. Like, I wish that, because I'm, I'm kind of conflicted as well when it comes to, um, you know, uh, palm readers, fortune tellers, whatever fucks that, get a piece of you and somehow read to your timeline i'm very curious to that i I've, I've always been shy from that just for the sheer fact or not even fact but because um our man-made bibles warn us of uh, such powers or witchcraft which at the same time if we're blessed with with gifts from the holy spirit like speaking in tongues like the power of um i already forget the word dep not deprivement deprivement uh, where you can feel someone else's soul you know what i'm saying you can tell well there's something evil like uh just that enlightenment like why wouldn't someone who has this power why wouldn't that be blessed with the same god that they may or may not use to their advantage or or whatever for a profit i mean shit if as a woman you could use your body to sell or you sell your body, like, again, that's another gift from God that we just happen to abuse. So why wouldn't this be any factual or any natural? So again, I have conflicts with it. I also have a problem with what if I don't like the outcome? And then all of a sudden I breathe it and accept it as truth. And maybe that allows it to open up even wider. Like you're just like, for example, like when you smoke, which I'm doing now, I'm opening myself up to be quite vulnerable. So you're getting, unless I'm just a habitual liar that practices, you know, the, the truest shit of me, right? Whether or not, again, I'm in character or I'm trying to be funny or I'm trying to make a joke or I'm trying to prove a point, regardless of all those factors, you're still getting the most vulnerable version. So in that same regard, like, I don't know what I'm opening myself up to when that happens. And although there's things that I wish and I just I need confirmation of inside, you know, a little bit of that more than affirmation, like, is, is, is what I'm curious about. And it, mind you, if we can fucking do this shit with technology, then what the fuck's the difference from natural abilities other than fucking uh, binary fucking numbers, you know, figuring some shit out. So 
that's a fucking thing, and uh, that has me kind of uh, turned upside down, because in the same essence, if I know I'm not going to fucking live long, and I may not have the time to conquer the world as I wanted to, well then, motherfucker, I want to know that my new video game addiction is going to be okay, because I'm getting really good at Fortnite, and, uh, you know, it's uh, it, it's making me feel some sort of way, fucking ignoring shits and not doing things, it's, it's crazy, because... Now, uh, officially, and I mentioned this before in previous episodes, they they're t- they're in talks out out in Europe of uh, you know naming uh, gaming disorder to you know have it recognized by World Health Organizations, and to showcase that it legit is a real last thing. Now, mind you, especially with the the wake of uh, you know games like Fortnite and and you know little girls at the age of eight fucking pissing themselves because they can't fucking leave and get up from playing games. Like I said, the two fucking oldest they can go hungry. They know they won't go hungry, they won't go cold, they won't grow tired, but as soon as you fucking take turn off the video game by force or by hard reset, they're, they're all of a sudden they got a shit, they got they're hungry, and they're tired all at the same time. Like it's 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 a trip how that will just domino affect everything else because the strength of the grasp or whatever those fucking neurons, neutrons are firing up in their head is strong enough to ignore everything else. That is a true addiction. That is fucking as bad as opioids. I mean, I guess severities and levels, but still, when you're creating, when you have to come down from something, that's a motherfucker. That's why love is such a big bitch, because that's a motherfucker times infinity and beyond, right? Well, anyways, again, they finally made it official and saying that, um, you know, that uh, it's an official disorder and no fucking shit. Like, I don't know what kind of things are necessary in order to show all these symptoms, but whatever has to go through its court proceedings and and uh, shits to, to figure out. And it's it's a trip because me and I think I mentioned this before and I'm not too shy from saying it, especially because I believe I'm very blessed, very Hebrew, even though my penis is very Gentile. Um, you know, I'm a Jew. And for better, for worse, especially when it comes to, uh, you know, say me being tired, forgive me, uh, especially for enforcing that uh, stereotype. But I don't like to spend unnecessarily. I'm not a frivolous person. I'm quite conservative for my, uh, you know, libertarian beliefs. Um, but in that, in, or I guess not in the same regard, when it comes to video games, um, I, I spend more than I should. I got boys, so I got excuses. Uh, but at the same time, when I don't need to, I won't. I won't you know? And uh, Fortnite being one of those free-to-play games, it's addicting enough that some of the dumbest nuances that, again, are part of its hooks, um, again, definitely it's bread and butter, finally kind of got to me. I'm playing it often enough to where I'm like, I would like to be able to pick how I look. You know what I'm saying? Like, at least in PUBG, I can, I can create my little dykey-looking bitch uh, make her pale and, and, and just in brawn panties. That's okay. Like, that's awesome. <laughs> that's definitely, it's one fucking appeal uh, as far as, you know, choosing that over something that's actually free. But whatever, whatever. Um, it's it's very, it, 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 like I said, it tickled my butthole enough where I'm like, maybe I should spend a couple bucks to, you know, get a little costume. Maybe I can get a faster little glider. Dumb little shit. If y'all play, y'all know. If not, forgive the retardation spasm I'm having right now. But again, there's cosmetic things that you can purchase in the game, which is so retarded because that's the reason why I hated Skylanders and the kids being obsessed with that dumb shit. But um, <laughs> again, if it wasn't for me not liking what they're offering, is I think the only thing that held me back from investing. And... I don't ever like investing into something that I can't then resell. 
if that makes any sense like if i'm gonna buy something i want it in physical format so that eventually when i'm done with this because there's far too many things to occupy your attention once it's in the fucking background and just a decoration i, I would hope that i can have some resale value in that shit i mean that's the only reason that might keep physical media alive but once that happens like we're fucked into we're like an all streaming sort of thing and i mean who knows if, if you are one of those conspiracy theorists that believe that we're in the matrix now and some fucking little hut anywhere I mean, ain't that some ironic shit, right? Uh, last little tidbit that I'll get on because I think I've been dragging on for a while. I'm hoping y'all like it. I'm hoping I'm not annoying you. I'm hoping this is man entertaining, enlightening, and everything in between. Um, but last little thing that really tripped me out: they're saying scientists are saying that they're gonna be able to recreate dinosaurs within the next five years. No, ain't that crazy? Like, mind you, if we're already in the talks of wanting to recreate um, woolly mammoths, I think this is what called, right? The predecessors to the fucking or successors whatever the fuck they came before elephants and uh willie yeah I think it was, whatever they want to put these motherfuckers in the iceberg right and try to rebalance shit and somehow counterbalance uh global warming however the fuck that's gonna work and so being able to do that you figure what well, we can do this with the fucking dinosaurs so again the links will either be in the bio or y'all can just motherfuckers just do your google whatever you have the time don't listen to me not right now y'all enjoy me and uh, again, uh, take a look because it's not gonna, it's not, it shouldn't be difficult to do with our technology. But at the same time, uh, have we not? And then again, rebooted the franchise with all this Jurassic Park shit to realize that it's probably not a good idea. We probably don't know if we can control them. And if not, it's gonna be very fucking grotesque, very mean, and we're gonna have people picking in. You know what I'm saying? Online, on <laughs> some first world activism shit. I don't fucking understand it. And it just trips me out. But with technology being what it is, it's no fucking wonder. Just I want to be able to be beamed up into another fucking universe. The one that I choose. The one that I control. Because I want to hope that it's not a fucking matter of uh, the fucking cards that you're dealt. You should, I should be able to fucking do what I want with those cards. Sell them for what it's worth. Make a motherfucking profit. And do bigger and better things. I would fucking hope. Let me wrap this the fuck up because I really felt like I kind of went in on this one. And I'm very happy. I'm hoping this is the best episode yet. I hope I only get better uh, with the help and um, <laughs> reaching out from all y'all. Uh, so I want to dedicate this episode for y'all that I don't know. We do, I do some dedications. Um, not like on some calling Art LeBeau saying this is La Sad Girl calling in for Joker face. You know, my heart and soul, whatever the fuck. Um, but in in true masochistic fucking Old Testament style, good old, uh, you know, days of not knowing how the fuck the sun works, knowing that it's going to come up the next mo fucking morning, uh, we sacrifice the gods. Sometimes the most precious virgins, don't fucks. And sometimes, you know what I'm saying, the whore that, you know, has made more than enough smile, let's, you know, give it to God. Um... But again, just kind of a, a shout out. That's a little bit more dramatic than it needs to be. Um, the new, I don't know if y'all fuck with the Marvel, um, with the MCU, the Marvel Cinematic Universe, or just a fan of comic books in general. Um, Captain Marvel, she's going to be the next um, wave of shit going on. And, and what better fucking time with all this Me Too nonsense and other fucker. We need strong women out there, not just some bad bitch. And they enlisted both for uh, the for to be the composer of the new movie. Uh, again, Captain Marvel. They enlist Pernar Toprak 
And she is definitely the top rack of the dispensary. She is a fucking little Firefox nigga. And uh, again, still as well, very, um, what's the word? I guess seasoned in, in her work. And I can't really recall most uh, or uh, what she done because I think she was doing sci-fi uh, shit, which you figure I'd be all for, but they ain't got premium cable, so you know I don't got that. Um, but again, it's uh, it to me with music being what it is. I think my biggest vice or kryptonite, even though I know that's more DC than, than Marvel, um, is a woman who is either a siren of the sea or the desert. Who, of course, can sing, uh, can be my muse to want to write for. And then on the flip of that, someone who can make the music for me so that I can fucking tap dance. And you know what I'm saying? Give my all. Whether you're my fire or you're my gas, regardless, part of the flame and part of the, the thing that binds me. And if you give that, like, I can never repay you back. But know that I will love you for as long as you can be my torch. Or not even be my torch, just be my my fucking, my A to Z, my fucking connection, my, you know what I'm trying to fucking say. And uh, it's a beautiful thing, without any fucking doubt. God bless us all. And uh, if you ever want to reach out again, because you listen talking, to the show, ain't I'm you? I'm talking, actually. Yes. <laughs> and I'm, I'm so popo. That's S O U L P A P O on most motherfucking social media Xbox, Snapchat, IG, PS4, uh, Twitters, Tumblr. Um, of course, if you ever want to become a producer of the show, you can go to www.patreon.com slash so I have no idea that shit works. I haven't Give got it done. Uh, but they say if you throw that out there, maybe they'll throw some back. Minutes. And uh, I pray because I want to take my shit on the road. I want to be able to do soap opera sessions where I get a smoke with oh. you. Uh, do oh, things. Yes. The, the goodness. The guest is. And uh, be real. You know, not be so much in the news format. Again, I have a few of those on here. So definitely look for the soap opera sessions. And... Um, yeah, there's so much more I wish I could release to y'all that uh, may not be so much ready yet. Uh, but it will be, because God is with us. To be against and, uh, oh, really quick, shouts out. R.I.P. Coco the Gorilla. Uh, the sign language talking ice bucket challenge gorilla. Uh, 46 or 48 years of age. I'm not too sure if they had like a dog year sort of thing or legit motherfuckers was around for that long. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, shouts out to her. I think it's a her. And uh, Jerember, not Matumbo, or some other gorilla. Rashiki. Malco. I can't even forget. Oh, my goodness. It finally it left my brain. No, it's Harambe. Anyways, God bless y'all. Okay. All men in the world, not just New York, not just this country, the world, want all women to shut the fuck up. They want it. Now some of them are going, oh, my God, how does she know this? All want it. Not be quiet. Not tone it down. Shut the fuck up. Up, stop talking. Some of you are thinking, no, not my me mom peepaw. They've been married 50 years. This time me comes in and look in peepaw's eyes. Little man behind peepaw's eyes going, men don't mind talking. They don't want to talk to us.
the way we want to talk. When we talk, we want to get to the bottom of some shit. I love to get to the bottom of shit. Well, I do. If I don't have shit to get to the bottom of, I will create shit. You get to the bottom of shit, you ask questions. See, right now, some of the men are looking at me like, this old stripper is so chatty. And ask each other questions. Have you noticed it? Most men just tell each other things, unless they're at work or a sporting event. Very rarely do you hear a man ask another man questions. You might not have noticed because you have lives, but I don't. Say things like, I'm going to comedy club tonight. Me too. See you there. All right. Even know if it's the same fucking show. <laughs> no, until they get home to her and, and she starts asking pertinent questions. Like She's just sitting in there making dinner. Walks in with this stupid little piece of information. I saw Tom. He's going to the comedy club. And she's like, that mean? We going? Making dinner. Comic. We going to eat there? Because I was making something. You know, the children are home. What are we going to do about the children? Are your parents in town? Or are you just going to tie them to the fucking radiator? Is that your plan? You see how it sounds like we're nags, ladies? It sounds naggy, doesn't it? It sounds naggy. But men, do you see how you fuck our lives up? Stupid information nugget with that dumb little piece of information. I'm going to the comedy club. What the fuck does that mean? I wasn't bothering anyone. She was just making dinner she wasn't talking to you not texting you not asking you anything just by, by herself and you came in with time's going to come and she just wants to know what do you mean do you know most of us have wasted so much of our lives just trying to figure out what the fuck men mean when they say some of the dumb shit they say Babbage.